Welcome to Understanding Aged Care, a podcast all about those difficult end-of-life conversations and making sure that if you are looking after somebody who is getting to that point in their life, you have all of the information and everything that you need to feel like you have the confidence to keep going because sometimes it can feel like a big old mountain to climb. I am Rachel Corbett and I'm joined by the Director of Aged Care Planners, Andrew Kay, who sees this every day. I see this every day. <laughs> I have this conversation every day, but I also get different nuances every day. Yeah. So no one situation is the same. No family circumstance is identical. If mum and dad are saying, well, Bert and Dorothy down the road there did it this way and that's what they got, that's what they did and that's what they got. It doesn't mean that you are going to get the same outcome. Yeah, don't go and do what Bert and Dorothy do. You know, they're window twitchers. We've never liked Bert and Dorothy. Correct. It is not not a strategy to, to pin your planning on what... The, uh, the neighbours down the road did. Exactly. Now, we've moved through a whole bunch of things about early conversations, getting checklists and documents together. And this episode is really about the very first steps of staying at home. So this is when you're starting to see those additional things where you're thinking, oh, mum, dad, grandma, grandpa might need a bit of additional help. This is sort of entry level stuff with something called the Commonwealth Home Support Program, which can, as a name, put you to sleep. It can. <laughs> so we'll get the first acronym for age care chsp yeah there we go so there are two forms of home care that the government offers you first one chsp commonwealth home support program used to be those community services home and community care hack as it used to be called western australia is the only one that still calls it hack around the country it's an acat an aged care assessment team victoria it is aged care assessment service so an acas just so that we've got a uniform national process to it so we don't get confused if (laughs) mum and dad live in a different state. We thank them desperately for it. WA and Victoria have proven that they need to be different. Um, So who is this for, the CHSP? CHSP is for elders that are living at home, that want to stay living at home, that have got those early signs that we spoke about in the conversation that are coming through where a little bit of help is going to be necessary. It could be that defining moment where dad's just lost the driver's licence. It could be a bit of help getting to the shops and doing some shopping. Really small steps. Okay, when the shopping bags get too heavy to carry back to the car, that type of thing. Um, so CHSP is is offered. It's a very accessible service, and it's heavily subsidised, heavily subsidised by the federal government. So to access CHSP or Commonwealth Home Support Program, there's a couple of steps I advise families to follow. The first of which is get your Medicare card out. You are going to need it. If you are computer savvy then go online to myagedcare.gov.au. Where you are already registered. Where you have already registered yourself. Thank you, Rachel, because you listened to the earlier episodes and the first thing you did when you clicked stop was get on the telephone and register with mum. Bingo. Now, you can do it online or over the telephone. If you do it online, you go to myagedcare.gov.au and the opening page will take you there through understanding the care options. I would suggest that you go through the eligibility criteria and identify areas where mum and dad are doing things really well. And that would be how you'd open the conversation with My Age Care is, hey, look, they're doing these things really well. What we're thinking is a little bit of help is needed with X, Y, and Z. It might be transport to community events, transport to doctors, shopping help, meal preparation. We need a few small minor home modifications. We need grab rails in the bathroom and stuff like that. You've got your list And in about three weeks, you'll get contacted about having a thing called a RAS. That sounds a bit awful. It's not something you need a cream for. You don't (laughs) need to go to the pharmacy. It's the regional assessment service. And that means that someone is going to come out and visit you at home. And they're going to talk through the services that are available to you in your area that would help you at that point. 
So once you've, if you've registered and you've been approved and everything, then do you get a packet of hours and you can choose where you spend those? Yeah. So what this RAS service will do in your home is that they'll sit with you, they'll identify the services you need, and then they'll go through a list of service providers in your area that are relevant to you. For a RAS, if it's happening with mum and dad, I would recommend that you attend as well. You write down the names of the service providers and the contact details. You get the assessor's detail uh, name as well so that you can follow up. They will walk out that door and go straight to another house mm. and they'll possibly do six or seven or eight or nine of those a day. The likelihood of them remembering and doing in a timely fashion, and this is no criticism of them at all, it's just simply a fact of workload. And you know, the RAS is going to be focusing on you know, the, the support that you're currently receiving as well, so they will be looking whether you're getting any help. They consider all the medications and daily management of activities and so forth. It will take between four and six weeks for a RAS assessor to visit your home. Okay? It'll take up to two or three weeks to book the appointment and then take at least another few weeks after that to get the assessor at your home. If your case is urgent, you need to tell the centre staff so that you can be prioritised and they will accelerate it. In some areas, I've had ACAT assessments done within two days that would normally take six or seven weeks mm. because of the critical nature of it. You've also got the magic touch, though, Andrew. Well, I may have the magic touch. <laughs> Thanks, Rachel. Um, um, you can make follow-up inquiries through My Aged Care about your appointment so you can track it, so you can plan and make sure that you can attend at the same time. How do you pick the service provider that you like? You pick a service provider much like anything else, okay? It's based on trust, first meeting, um, how flexible they are to meeting and matching your time frame and your timetable. And you've identified a, one of the biggest issues about getting home care is matching the personality of the carer with mum and dad. It's got to be someone they get on with, got to be someone that you trust because they're coming into the house and often it's quite a personal interrelationship that's going to perform there. And my experience was they were pretty good with feedback on things. Like if we ever said, oh, dad didn't really get along with that person, they were like, no worries, we won't send them yep. around again. Because the package is now transferable. They may have the funds, but you can move it to another service provider and the balance will go across to them. Mm. Okay, so it is very much about you knowing that you've got control, knowing that you have got um, the ability to change service providers and knowing that you can actually assert what your wishes are towards that package. Within limits, of course, but you know you need to work with that provider and have a provider that's going to work with you around the nuances of mum and dad's day. I think sometimes we talk a lot about this thinking about somebody in their own home, maybe their own own their home, but we don't often have the conversation about people who are homeless or at risk of homelessness. Is there support for people in that situation? There is, and, and, and again, looking for state housing, tracing accommodation, really important. And again, the same process. You need to get in there early. There is emergency housing options available for you. There are government bodies that you can contact. And CHSP is if you are living at home, then let's keep you there. One final thing just on veterans. What is the situation for veterans? Yeah, so veterans um, are slightly different. So if mum or dad are DVA, either gold or white card holders, they will get the help at home through veterans home care. Okay, so mum and dad, gold or white card, then you need to phone 1300 550 450. That will get you access to home care for veterans. Um, you can contact the Veterans Access Network as well to get um, any more information that you need to understand what the DVA benefits that might be available to mum or dad. You can either call 133254, that's 133254, or 1800 555254. 
1-800-555-254 for regional callers. The other nuance, of course, Western Australia isn't the same national number. It's actually one 785 415 and someone from home and community care will help you in western australia well in the next episode we're going to kind of do the next step in home care so if you've used up all your services with your chsp and you think oh i'm going to need more help the home care package is the next step in that and that's what we're going to look at in the next episode if you need any further information help from andrew if you want his little magic touch to go in there and get things done in lightning fast speed at a pace that you could never have done yourself then make sure you head to agecareplanners.com.au and we'll see you in the next episode thanks rachel